Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. G'day, Coxie. G'day. Oh, I really want to say Wazza, but I know you hate it. So, hello, Wazza. Warwick. I'm not a fan of Wazza. Thanks. I don't have a... Nicole. Funky little nickname for you. <laughs> I'm struggling to find one other than was. Well, yours just sort of came naturally. Nicole Cox, obviously you're Coxie. You are, well, you were the only person in the world to ever call me Coxie. Previous to that, it was always the hundred of other nicknames I have. And it's my husband's Coxie or my boys are Coxie. Ah, right. So they all giggle when they listen to you call me Coxie. However, it's stuck now and just about everybody calls me Coxie. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> it is a bit of a blokey thing, I think, mm. to come up with the old, uh, you know, if you're John Brown, you're Brownie. Uh, Funny though, my kids have got a different surname, Stevens, my two children, and he was never, Blake was never steve he's McLovin. They all call him McLovin, even now. McLovin. Some of the teachers and things will call him McLovin all these years later. Righto. There's obviously something behind that. I think there's some movie reference yes. that I obviously don't get and probably don't want to. I, I There's something in my memory about McLovin. I can't Super remember. Superbad, I think it's called. Superbad. Yes. I loved that movie. I'm not watching it because I don't want to know what the reference is. <laughs> you won't be able to look at your boy the same again. No, he's going to kill me for sharing this with you. Hey, mum writes. So, listeners, how are you and what is your nickname? Are you a brownie or a, or a Wilsey or a something what? elsey? What would yours be, Bidwelly? I know, you can't do much with it. Uh, when I was at high school, I was Biddy. Biddy's okay. Um, but then you're an old Biddy, so uh, I don't uh, want to be an old Biddy. Good point. <laughs> good point. Uh, and I don't like Wazza, so that was never allowed. Um, but then someone called me Woz, and I thought, oh, I don't mind that. Funny, I don't like Nicky, but I don't mind Nick. Yeah. Nobody had ever shortened my name till I started pharmacy, and then I went from Nicole to Nick. Everybody called me Nick. And some people get you confused with a dude when I refer to you as Nick. <laughs> or Coxie. Quite surprised. <laughs> so this is the sort of stuff that happens in our uh, our client sessions, Coxie. We have a bit of a, a bit of a whiffle, a bit of a talk, a bit of a sharing yeah. of, of information. A bit of a chat at the start. And uh, we wanted to, to fill you in today, listeners, on what happens during some of our, our members' events that we run mm-hmm. um, during co- here on COVID Earth, um, Planet COVID. No, that's it, Planet COVID. Uh, <laughs> we do things a little differently. So they're all online now, of course, and uh, via Zoom. And we have a great time, actually, and our clients have a fantastic time and get heaps out of it. I actually think they get more out of the online events than they than they possibly would at a face-to-face. No, um, I refuse to call that one okay. Because they aren't distracted by the muffin trays or the coffee machine or whatever else. Oh, that, okay. Actually sitting online... 
working, coming up with a, an action plan for their business, uh, swapping ideas. It's hard to sort of hide in the toilet uh, when the breakout <laughs> sessions are on, <laughs> which I've done in the past. Uh, it's a really convenient time to go to the loo when the breakout session's on because then I don't have to talk to the strange people that I've never met before. Don't uh, you like doing that? I actually love those um, slightly awkward, stilted conversations you have in the middle of, I don't know, business meetings. No, I'm I'm an antisocial person, Coxie. Hmm. I don't I'm mind not, that. I'm not big on groups of people. I like groups of people, but, and yet you're a great public speaker. You obviously don't mind being in front of them with a microphone. No, I, I just stand there and picture everybody naked and then I feel fine. So it's a common fear though, right? Um, being in meetings and having breakout rooms and having to talk to people you don't know, which I know is why you've brought it up. Yes. <laughs> we want to unpack that a little bit for you. <laughs> no, but a lot of people are surprised to hear that about me, Coxie, that I don't like socialising. Um I can do it, and as most of the listeners will know, I can talk under wet cement. So I get on with people. I have lots of connections. Um, I'm reasonably well-liked. At least that's what people tell me to my face. And I don't draw energy from it. I find it very tiring. Social engagements are really draining for me. I would much rather be on my own. Um, <laughs> whereas public speaking... And presenting is different for me. I get really excited about it because I'm sharing with people. I'm sharing knowledge, inspiration. It's me adding value to other people. Uh, and so I, I really enjoy presenting to groups of people. And I've presented to, I don't know, a crowd of three, 400 people before and absolutely mm. loved it. Um, but to do socializing, I've actually got a talk to four or five or ten people and engage in conversation and it's just not my bag. So it's a common problem. It's not, you're not alone. Uh, the builder says the same thing. He, he struggles to have those kind of smaller conversations. I thrive on them. Any kind of attention to me, you know, that goes to my head and I'll chat anybody's <laughs> ear off. But it's a common problem and it's one that we actually wanted to unpack a little bit today because we got some great feedback from some of our members during our last 90-day planning session around how confronting it actually was for them to turn up knowing that there would be a room, a virtual room full of people they'd never met before. Mm. So we wanted to share some of the things we do to make that less uncomfortable. First of all, we talk an awful lot. Warwick and I do a lot of talking and we do a lot of teaching <laughs> and you do a lot of learning. But you know what? There will be opportunities in our sessions where you will break out into a room of mm, four or five other people you've never met before or you may have seen in passing on social media because we, you know, obviously our members are there. And that can be a little bit confronting, but we don't push you in there without giving you a topic. So I think this is really important. Every time you go into one of those breakout rooms, you have a topic. You have an opportunity to share or talk about a particular topic that we've given you. So you're not walking in and just kind of saying, um, hello, <laughs> how are you? And everyone sits there with what do just you this do? weird silence. <laughs> it's bizarre. It's like so we send you in with a topic. And the topic might be that you need to go and introduce yourself and just give everybody a 30 second, this is who I am and this is what I do. And then share a joke or this is who I am and this is what I do. And if I had a million dollars, I would do this. We'll give you something to talk to, to help you break the ice. Mm. 
We know that our members are incredibly supportive, but we also understand that for new people coming into our um, community can be a little challenging for them. So we do what we can through giving you a topic, through introducing you to people to ensure that it doesn't have to be as uncomfortable as you might imagine it to be. We try to take away the drain, I suppose, Mm. by having to think and be on your feet and do all those things. We don't call upon you... Uh, until we've earned the right and by that I mean you are encouraged to share but not until we make you feel comfortable and there's a physical shift we can see in people isn't there Warwick, Wazza, Biddy when people become (laughs) when people become comfortable in the room like you know in a short period of time of us being our typical clowny selves People start to relax because it's just like what they've seen online before. We're no different than we are anywhere. We're all, you see us down the street, we're still the same. So they start to relax in that. And then we can draw on some of our members to share. And it really quickly opens up that body language for us to see that, okay, people are ready now. It's okay that I call on you. You're only new, but you know that we're going to safely help you through this process. There was a big thing that we wanted to unpack today is mm. how we prevent you from feeling that really uncomfortable feeling that can go with coming into a room full of people you've not met. And I also think, Coxie, that uh, a lot of us, and, and I've heard this from our members and clients over the years, um, <clears throat> and it's how I have felt a lot over the years, is that I'm going to be sitting in a room or on a video meeting with a bunch of people who are better than me. Yeah, good point. And who are doing more stuff than me and implementing more than me and making more money than me and have got better systems than me and kicking bigger goals than me and therefore I'm going to feel like a minnow or Mm. or a guppy in a pond full of sharks. And that can be really intimidating for a lot of people to go in with that assumption And what I've found over the years, both personally and in working with trade business owners, is that it's not, well, it might be true. Maybe there's some people in the room that are making more money than you, but I can guarantee that they're they're filling their pants about something else in their business. Mm. Um, You know, there's, there's something that everybody is working on and it'll be the same for a lot of people sitting in a room like that. Um, And then there'll be a whole bunch of people that have got a whole bunch of different things that they're all working on or struggling with, but everybody is afraid of something. And one of the fantastic things about our community here at Tradies in Business is that the people who are doing reasonably well or very well, they don't seem to forget where they came from so Mm. much. I'm really... I'm always quite impressed with the level of humility amongst our members. And we've got some members who are doing some pretty cool stuff and punching out some big numbers. Like I'm talking, you know, several hundred thousand dollars a year profit in a trade business and you would not know it. They are the most humble, um, helpful people that I've met. Uh, and so they are who you might be sitting in a Zoom room with on the 25th of September if you're listening to this and you want to actually come and plan your business for the next quarter, start to get some strategies in place for the end of JobKeeper payments, um, 
for the possible uh, economic impacts of COVID and the recession, um, rolling into Christmas, getting prepared for that. I've had a conversation this week with a couple of uh, our clients who are already planning for Christmas shutdowns, um, putting money aside for that so that they can enjoy Christmas. Uh, so if you want to actually do a bit of work around that for free and do it with a bunch of our awesome, helpful, humble clients um, and hear what they're doing and hear about what they've been afraid of, then um, you need to jump on to uh, Whinge Book, as I'm calling it now. Um, jump onto Facebook, uh, go to the Tradies in Business um, page, and you'll find the event there. It's called TIB90. Um, but I think more than anything, Coxie, a lot of people don't do this stuff because they're afraid of, as we've talked about, being in a group, they're afraid of sharing, meeting people they don't know, and... It's, it's not like you just dropped into the, the middle of a networking group with no guidance. Um, Coxie and I are there actually talking with you all and giving everyone, you know, the same question to go and answer. So, you know, you've sort of got a common thing to work on with the other people. Mm. And in a group of 40 or 50 people that might be online, um, a few people just had a panic attack when I said that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You'll actually be broken into groups of four or five. Uh, so it's not that scary. It's not scary. And we try to make it as gentle as possible. And I guess maybe another thing that can help with a bit of the anxiety around not knowing what's going to happen is to tell you exactly what's going to happen. So why don't I run you down on what that looks like um, and be very transparent about it so you know exactly what's going to happen when you come into the meeting. So you're going to come into the meeting one by one and Warwick and I will always be the first people there. So you will come in and you will see us. Our faces will generally be big depending on your settings. <laughs> Otherwise you will see everybody else at the same time, but you're not sort of landing in the room and having to make an immediate conversation. You're coming into a safe space. It's generally pretty quiet or Warwick and I are crapping on the way that we do, same way we do on the podcast. Um, and you'll come into a virtual online space that looks like that. When this, when we pop this pop podcast out, I'll actually throw up a photo of one of the most recent sessions that we did so you can see what it actually looks like if you've never been on Zoom before. So you'll join the session and there'll be a little bit of chit-chat and some introductions if we've not met you before, trying to get you comfortable. That's the first thing we do to make you comfortable. Make sure that we know that what your name is, et cetera, et cetera. Then we go in, we have like a presentation. You'll have a workbook that you would have been emailed and we have a presentation. So we actually throw the presentation up on the screen and your faces disappear, our faces almost disappear and you can see this presentation on the screen. And the presentation on the screen will take you through, I guess, some understanding around why change can be difficult and learning how you can make change moving forward. So plans are great, except we actually need to do the thing to get us to the end goal, whatever the end goal might be. So we spend a bit of time talking about the resistance to change and how we don't need to be that way. From there, we will move into some of the learnings for the day. So we'll start to talk about some of those big things we want in our lives. We're looking forward 
oh, three, five, 10, 15 years to what the end goal is. What is it that we're looking for in our business? Now, interestingly, out of our last 90-day planning session, just about everybody had the exact same goal and that was to pay off their house and to retire early. So if that's your goal, that's fantastic. We find it. If it's not and it's something else and you want to go and travel around Australia for 12 months, that's also cool. There's space for everybody and what it is that they want to find. So it's at this point that we will actually send you off into your very first room with four or five other people. Generally, they're on their own. Sometimes we have couples we, and we will mix you up a little bit. So there's a, a good cross section of people within your group and you will be asked a question and that question will be a discussion point for your group. So the group, it might be, uh, what do you think your goal might be in five years or 10 years or what's your end goal? So there's a great discussion around that. We do strategically place our clients in those groups, particularly for the first couple breakouts to get the conversation started. So if you are a little bit shy, a little bit retiring, you prefer not to put your hand up and and jump right in, that's okay. We'll have people there to help you. And Warwick and I drop in and out of the groups with you. So we'll pop in and see you, make sure everyone's comfortable. It's all going well. That'll be your first breakout. Now from there, we'll come back and we'll share. We'll do a little bit of sharing with the rest of the group about where you're at, what your goals might be. And then we move on to the next learnings. And essentially, it's the same pattern all the way through the 90-day planning session. We will take you from your big goals down to what you can actually do in the next three months to move you closer to that big goal of retiring or spending 12 months traveling around the country or whatever it might be. We take you through that pattern in the same way. So you'll speak with us we'll do a bit of teaching we'll have a little bit of a conversation we'll give you a talking point we'll send you off into your group with your workbooks you'll work on the talking point together and then you'll come back out and we'll have a little bit of a a talk with you about how that happened so that happens three or four times then we have a bit of a break everybody gets to go and pick up kids we take a half hour break now in that half hour break you can just sign off you can shut down your screen and mute yourself so you can pop out and grab a coffee go to the bathroom get some water, whatever it might be, or you can drive off and get the kids, whatever you need to do. We have a break. We come back at about quarter past three. And from there, we're we're nutting right down into what those actionable steps are for the next 90 days. And you don't have to do that on your own. You're there with the support of your groups and the other people on the call to help you find how you can break down that one big goal into actionable tiny steps. Because in tiny steps things get done. Shit gets done. It's as simple as that. That's the end of the session, essentially. Once we've done that, to be fair, at the very end of the call, we're going to give you a special offer. It's only a special offer for those people on the call. It's not open to anybody else. It's part of what we do. And that's it. If you really would like to, you can hang around and have a drink with us at the end of the day. So from four o'clock, we we do a networking drinks. If you're feeling comfortable enough, you can stick around and have a drink with us. It's a lot of fun or it can be very funny sometimes or we're just laughing at him i don't know you can take your pick depending on the day but we have a great time in that last hour and just about all of our drawing board clients hang around and our tradepreneurs hang around and we have a good laugh it's it's our relax together so there's a really good comprehensive rundown on what that session actually looks like i've just removed another fear for you (laughs) of the unknown exactly uh, look, I don't think much more needs to be said about that, Nicole, other than one of the big gaps in getting results in business and in life is a lack of a plan. Is people just randomly making stuff up 
as they go, firefighting. Um, if any of you have ever built a house or, uh, you know, completed a big project either personally or you've done it for a client and you've tried to do that without a plan, you would know how difficult that is mm. or you would know how unlikely it is to get what you actually want if you don't have a plan. So business is no different. And if you're currently running your business without any sort of a plan, um, this is your opportunity to actually come and tap into not just Coxie's and my knowledge and experience, but more than that, the awesome clients and members that uh, turn up to these gigs. So we're throwing it out there to you. Um, it is free uh, for you to attend. And, um, you know, even if you can't stay for all of it, as Coxie's outlined, there's a ton of great stuff going on. You'll meet some awesome people. And, uh, hey, if, if the only thing that happens is you go away a little more inspired about business and have a bit more hope about the next three months in business, then um, that's fantastic. So, uh, as I said, go to uh, Facebook's probably the best place to go. Find our page, Tradies in Business. Um, you'll see it in the events. Uh, you need to register for that, um, and that way we can give you all the links and all the stuff leading up to the day. So you will have to give us your email address. I know, I know. Uh, and we'll send you all the stuff. There's a workbook. So, you know, this is this is a serious thing. Uh, it happens once a quarter. And um, we'd love to see you there on Zoom, overcoming your fear of uh, speaking to weird people that you don't know. <laughs> like we do all day every day <laughs> exactly i don't think there's a better time to plan it's been one hell of a year and that's probably really underplaying it and we have an opportunity to make some change coming into the back end of this year to be ready for next year to be positioned for christmas so christmas is actually relaxing instead of ridiculously stressful now is the time to make those plans. Don't wait until you're actually in the moment and realize, oh, shit, I really wish I had gone to that 90-day planning session. I wonder what would have changed in my business if I had have done that. How about we have a conversation near Christmas about what has changed, what is different, how this year ends on a high note for you and your business and you are actually ready and prepared for the quarter that's coming with January to March. So... I just encourage you all to get along. You don't have to be the tradie to be there. You can be the tradie wife. We get lots of tradie wives along. We can make plans together. We can make them separately and come together at the end. You know, this is a great opportunity for your business. Don't miss it. If there's somebody that can be there on your business's behalf, let's make it happen. It is open to everybody. As Warwick said, find the event on Facebook and come and join us. We're looking forward to meeting more of you. Sounds like a plan. Oh, <laughs> this is why I don't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I thought you said you were well liked. Yeah, maybe not by the right people. <laughs> anyway, get along, um, get amongst it and uh, have a fantastic Tuesday. We look forward to seeing you in a few weeks time. Hooroo. Hooroo. You've been listening to the Tradies in Business podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.